What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Jordan and Patrick Show. We are your hosts, as always, Jordan and Patrick. Back with season four. Yes. Because we skipped right over that season three finale. Yeah. I actually jumped in and changed the title of the last episode to the season three finale. Yeah. That's awesome because I just listened to that episode, and in that episode we talk about coming back for one more episode. One more episode, correct. (laughs) But it's our show, and we can be as unprofessional as we want. Yeah. That's that's what we do. Mm -hmm. But we are back. And it's a momentous occasion. Yes. Because as we alluded to in the last episode in the finale of season three, <laughs> um, we've made it a year on this damn thing. And we started with the Mandalorian and it has returned like a shining beacon of light in the year 2020. Yes. The Mandalorian is back. You stayed up for an ungodly amount of time to watch it. Yes. I did not. I, I've only managed to watch it once though. I wanted to watch it more than once before we did this, but... The fates have decided. I've watched it twice, and I've watched the ending four times. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've seen enough screen grabs of the ending, too. Yes. I mean, it's all over the place. Hamana, hamana, hamana. Oh, yeah. And we will get there. Yes. But before we do, uh, thanks for jumping in on this episode. We have drinks. We always have drinks. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's also Halloween, so happy Halloween. Um, everyone remember to put out milk and cookies for Michael. <laughs> Spooky. Spooky. Um, I have deduction from Taxman. It's Very a nice. recurring guest on the show. Yes, he is. Grabbed a growler while I was there last night to go with my growler collection that I never take back <laughs> into the damn restaurant. Did you, you bought a new growler? I, I, this is a new one, yes. Why? I, I, You've got I'm, like eight. Yeah, I'm there and I'm like, oh, I didn't bring my growlers. Give me a new Give one. Give me a new one. You sh- At this point, you should like, when you remember, just put a growler in your Jeep. Yeah, it should stay just, there. Just leave it there. Seven. Yeah. yeah. One of the eight. Yes. So many. And I am bringing an old guest who has been on the show for a long, for more than once, but it's been a while. I am bringing Gunnis. A very old friend. A very old friend. A very good. Oh, that's good. Oh, yes. I've had a good Guinness. And you have the Guinness with the nitro ball in it, right? Yeah. So it's actually fresh Guinness. Yep. Because Guinness from a glass, I'm telling you guys, and this sounds crazy. For one, if you ever have a chance, we talked about this already, but Guinness in Ireland is different than here. Guinness here, you need it with a little nitrous thing in the, the can. The widget. Widget, that's it. Keeps it fresh. Keeps it secret, keeps it safe. Keeps it secret, keeps it safe. Yeah. It's good shit. Yeah. People, I talk to, to people about beers and I say, Guinness is the one beer that I drink in the can over the bottle. And they look at me like I'm insane because you always pick the bottle over the mm-hmm. can. Like, no, the the can has that widget in there that pours better. It's smoother. Oh, yeah. It's just a better beer. I mean, obviously, if you can't get it on tap or get it in Ireland, then your next bet Widget's is, next. Yeah. Yeah. And the action figure on the table, I'm not going to talk about yet because it's kind of spoilery. <laughs> I mean, obviously, anyone listening, if you have not yet watched season two – Episode yeah, one of actually. The Mandalorian. Uh, tune out and come back. Yeah, because if you have not listened to the show before, while there are shows out there that will give you a nice spoiler-free review, we are not that show. No, this that's not We us. will take the show, the episode, cut it open, and dive into it like a tauntaun. Correct. So that's 100% what we're going to do. Smelly and yeah. just disgusting. Just rooting around We thought reviews smelled bad on the outside. <laughs> I mean, obviously, not as much Patrick, but me. I I shoot out of my ass half the time, so 
I don't know what I'm talking about. And I feel like I'm quite wrong on Star Wars things, even though it's like my what first love. What are you talking love. about? Well, I get like when we first started the show, I get called out. Like, uh, I think Dallas sent me a message like, hey, you know that Yaddle's not Yoda's sister, right? I'm like, nope. Nobody didn't know that. <laughs> nope. But she was for that episode. <laughs> she was. I mean, yeah, I just. If yeah. anybody, like when we, especially when we first started, if anybody is truly was from the beginning of the Mandalorian show, already fans of Mandalorian lore or anything like that. Did rake me over the coals. I well, was sure. I was way off on some of the stuff when I was talking. But that's the fun of it. Yeah, you know, we're just spitballing. We're we're yep. actual fans, but we're not the hardcore in your basement. Nope. You know, I've read every book in Legends, and it's all canon, and I'll fight to the grave for it to be canon. You know, thrice. Yeah, I read every. Yeah, book read them all three thrice. times. Um, but it is cool because when we get to it, won't go into it too much now. But this will be an opportunity to talk about one of the instances where I guessed and was wrong. Mm, really? Yes, I don't, I've already forgotten. So. Oh well. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, Interesting. So, yeah, let's start off, dude. All right. So, the intro. Boom. Which there wasn't an intro in this one. It jumped right to Mando yeah, on whatever nice. planet we don't know. Yeah, just walking in the dark with the child there with him. What was cool about Shining that, in the darkness. And all those eyes out yeah. there, the creatures. But yep. what was cool about that planet is it, I got a sci-fi vibe from it. Like mm-hmm. the Mandalorian, and I know Star Wars is sci-fi, but the Mandalorian is felt very Western and this episode is no exception, but just where he was, wherever the hell that was, yep. it had the grungy, you know, sci-fi feel to it. I was like, oh, this is kind of cool. Yeah, which is cool because, yeah, so, uh, Star Wars is science fiction, but it airs a lot more towards fantasy than it does the science fiction part of it, usually. Yeah, I would um, agree with that. So... Uh, yeah, I get that. Like this actually felt like a true, like sci-fi him walking through and you get to see all the little red beady eyes hanging out in the dark and all of the graffiti, every all graffiti, of the graffiti yeah, like the stormtrooper helmets and yep. one of them looked like C-3PO. I, I saw a lot of them that look like C-3PO like, and I'm like, why? Why? What, what? Yeah. Are, have Ewoks been here? <laughs> they worshiped him. <laughs> he was a god to them. Yeah. There, I mean, I've seen... A bunch of like pictures online of people saying, "Oh, there's Darth Vader in the graffiti." I don't know. I didn't pay that much attention, yeah. and I didn't get back well, see, to. Darth, I didn't get to watch it twice, so yeah. I don't know. Darth Vader being in there would make sense, though. C three PO being in there does not no. make sense um, in and, any way. Yeah. And of course, I don't know if it was C three PO, but there is clearly a gold. head. It's gold, yeah. And I can only think of one gold head in uh, <laughs> uh, Star Wars. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure it's nothing. Well, I can think of two gold heads now, I guess, mm-hmm. because. Uh, is it Zora? Zora Bliss? She's got her helmet. Oh, that's true. Her, her helmet's gold. gold. But it didn't look nothing but, like that. Yeah, so. it had eyes. Yeah. It did. Yeah. I not, don't know. There's tons eyes. of graffiti. I can't wait to watch yep. the episode again and dive into some smaller details. I planned on watching it again. Didn't find the time. So I'm going to try to shit show my way through on memory, which we all know is not my strong suit. Memory and math. <laughs> um, no, but then he goes into the Gladiator Arena. And we get uh, some strangely in shape Gamorians fighting. Yeah, those are not the Gamorians I'm no. used to seeing. Yeah, they were they were the Return of the Jedi. They were all. I mean, they all look like green mees. You know, they're all out there. Um, just, well, they look like pigs for a reason. Like they're supposed. I yeah. feel like they're supposed to be just a chubby race. Yeah. You know, but those guys were fit. They, yeah, that was that was a little weird to me because for one, I don't think that that matches because they got the big bulky heads. Sure. And they still have the, and then the, they got these slender, extremely fit bodies. I was like, no, that that looks the proportions aren't quite right. It helped to pad them out with their big like uh, yeah. skirts, whatever those yeah. things are. 
But so, I immediately noticed that. I don't know why, but I was like, the, yeah. those are thick Gamorreans. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to convince myself that they were just like starving because the planet's <laughs> probably short on food or something. Oh, yeah, sure. So they were probably – and plus uh, uh, get the vibe that they're like slave fighters. So they probably aren't that well Oh, fed. sure. Oh, so, one dude pointed out to me well, – one of my friends on Instagram, we were just talking briefly about the episode and he was like uh, – I didn't – no offense. I didn't believe him because I didn't catch it. I still haven't gone back to watch it, so I do not know. But based oh. on what he said, he said in the crowd, you see someone that's wearing the exact same getup as Constable Zubio. Yep. You see him twice. I, di- I didn't catch it. Yep. I didn't see it. But I was like, oh, really? I'll have to go back and watch I'm it. Really I su- yet, I'm really so. surprised you didn't see it. No, um, I didn't. Because the first time it happened super fast, and mm-hmm. I was pretty happy because I, I did see it. I was like, hey, that looks exactly – so he's been in season one, and now he's in season two. The second time, it literally like when when one, the pigs are fighting, yeah, and it like goes and shows the crowd's reaction. The camera focuses on him. Like, how did he, I miss that? He's center screen. So wow, I don't know how you missed. That, I don't either. At least the second time. That's awesome though. The, That's cool. The this the focusing on him part kind of bummed me out a little bit because it's like then I don't I don't feel so special that I noticed him because there's. In my mind, there's no way you're not going to notice him. <laughs> yep. And then Jordan's this person. Like, wrong. Yep. I didn't notice I didn't him. see shit. I didn't see him. So, but uh, Gore Koresh, the guy he meets. Yes. Was that? I, I feel like it was. That, well, that was an FX creature, right? It didn't look CG to me. Like the motions no, and everything. I, I felt FX. Because it looked really, really good for FX. And but it was also, blocky. But the know? way it moved yeah. didn't really speak CG either. So. Right. So I don't know, but the mouth movements were so good, though they were. Which, which is, is another reason why I was like, "Is it CG yeah, or it FX? It's, I can't so tell." So hard to do with. I wonder if they did like a like a thing with the season one, the child, where they did back and forth. Maybe um, CG because it looked parts. when you actually look at it, it it looks FX because it's too real mm-hmm. to be CG. But like you said, the mouth movement is flawless. Yeah. So I have no idea. Yeah. Um, I did find out that he's voiced by John Leguizamo. I, I believe that's how you say his name. No, I have no idea how to say his either. name. It is the weirdest spelling of any word yeah, I have ever seen. It's like got Z's and I's and Q's and, and O's. And... Yeah, it's every letter of the alphabet's in there at yeah. least once. So John Alphabet plays <laughs> Gore Koresh. <laughs> I'm going to start calling him Johnny Alphabet. Um, who's, he's a good actor. Um, I've always liked him, minus the... Uh... Spawn movie. Oh, I forgot about Spawn. In his defense, it wasn't uh, his fault. That's just a terrible yeah, movie. Uh, the movie I was going to say wasn't Spawn. And it's also not his fault. It's a terrible movie. It's the Mario Brothers movie. Oh, yeah, that's even worse than yeah. Spawn, dude. But from then on, like he's he's been good in the movies that he's been in. And, oh, he's a great he's, actor. He's always been a supporting character, dude. Uh, John Wick. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um. Uh, the gamer. I he's, love that he's movie. Very, that gets he's all in kinds that of very hate. very shortly. Um. Uh, he's even he's in the happening, isn't he? Which I, you probably Ooh. don't remember because I know you hated that. I, movie. I haven't seen that <laughs> since it came out. I was a big Marky Mark fan back then too. I mean, I'm I'm not not a Marky Mark fan now, but I was really back then. I was like, yeah, Mark Wahlberg, Mark watching Wahlberg it. this, Mark Wahlberg that, and then the happening came out. And I was like, oh, I'm done with Mark Wahlberg. If it makes you feel any better, he hated that movie too. Yeah, it's more Shamilan, Shamalan, Shamulan. Shyamalan, yeah, yeah. whatever the hell his name is. M. Night. M. Night plot twist. Yeah, M. Night plot twist who started off really well and then – that's yeah. all I can say. Yeah. Yeah. Taking a line from my book now. <laughs> Correct. Sound effects. The next show is going to be all sound effects. Tune in. Garmanar. Garmanarnar. <laughs> no, but – um, and then we get the, the scene that everyone saw that had absolutely no weight. 
at all because we saw it 75 times in every trailer and every teaser. And that's the whistling birds, right? Whistling yeah. birds. You know, he opens them up. Baby Yoda goes, hides out, which is so awesome. <laughs> Hits the button. Yep. And then they all get taken out. But what was cool and was I wasn't expecting was a little more of the hand to hand stuff afterwards. Oh, yeah. Where Mando's using his helmet to block the Zabrak's attacks. Like, like a moron, the Zabrak keeps punching him in the head and he's yeah. just like, uh, blocking it with that's a helmet. One, that and was that's awesome. one thing. I've always had that issue with movies, always, not just this, movie shows. They always show guys punching the helmet and having no negative effect on their hand. Oh, yeah. Like he punches him twice in a Beskar steel helmet, which you're spending a season already telling me is the strongest material. Bah! You know, he gets shot and just brushes it off. He survives explosions and just brushes it off. But this guy can punch you in the face and it doesn't hurt him. Yeah. Twice. And Mando's actually leaning into it. Like he yeah. actually blocks one of them, like pushing that's, his head into the hand. That's the third one when it actually does hurt him because yes. he, he headbutts him in the hand, which is like, okay, that makes sense. But also... He shouldn't have. Been, he should have not felt the first two hits. Right. You're punching Beskar Agreed. steel with your bare fist. And why punch it again? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stop. It didn't work the first time. It didn't work the second time. You know the definition of insanity. Yeah. Not only that, but Gore Koresh was talking about how he has a little collection of Beskar at this point. That moron should realize how strong that stuff is. Yeah, and also if you got a collection of Beskar, why aren't you putting your henchmen in it? <laughs> Good point. You know, make them better protectors. Or put yourself in it. Put your well, I don't know if anyone would fit him. That's true. He's a yeah. little hefty. Yeah. A little hefty FX guy. He would have to find himself a Mandalorian armor to reforge it for himself because nobody else can. He'd be a great friend on the Jordan Patrick show. He would Just be. get a little more heft in here. Yes. yes. <laughs> Welcome, Gilgamesh or whatever his name is. <laughs> it's always back to that. Yeah, yeah. But the overall fight was awesome. Like was, I wasn't expecting the the hand to hand stuff afterwards. I guess which was great because I got to see him use that vibro knife oh. on, on two people. Which I just was hope he awesome. picked it back up before he left. Oh, I'm sure he did. He's a, weapons are part of my creed. Yeah, and it's a movie. He, he has ninety five. <laughs> he of doesn't them, actually probably. have to pick it up. He, he has yeah, it he has them. Unlimited supply. But that whole hand to hand thing was really awesome. And then we get obviously the the moments where. As he's running away and the the soundtrack kicks in, which is incredible right then. Yep. Like as he's running and then the soundtrack's going and you get in the Western vibe and then he lassos his legs yep. and you're like, oh, I know where this is going. And it's Which surprisingly, awesome. I did not know where it was going. Really? I mean, I I saw him like raising him up to the thing or whatever um, and then questioning him. Sure, sure, sure. Did not see him. All right. As soon as he said... I promise you'll not die by my hand. I knew. Oh, like, he's okay. going to die yeah. somehow. Like, as a bad guy, if I hear you say that, I'm not telling you anything. <laughs> right. Because you, like any specifics. you word it so specifically that you're you're telling me I'm going to die. You're just not going to be the one who does it. Right. But so as soon as he said that, I was like, oh, this guy is dead. But I did not see it happening that way. Just walks away and shoots the light out. No, I agree because – and this may speak to how unawake I was. Um when I watched the first episode, because I got up early to watch it before work, um, I didn't even realize the hounds were a thing until he shot the light out. Like, I didn't see the red eyes initially. When him and Baby Yoda are walking down the really? street, I didn't even see him. What? <laughs> so I was totally not so you didn't very see them. awake. You didn't see Constable Zuvio. No, <laughs> nothing. But I was awake by the time Gore Koresh got completely murdered yes. by the hounds, which was awesome. And it speaks to how season one, episode one started, where... It was pretty violent. You know, he closes, he shoots the door and it cuts yeah, the guy, cuts in, the guy half. in half. And this is the same, this whole episode is the same deal. It starts off 
pretty adult for what Disney ended up doing towards some of the middle episodes, Mm -hmm. which, I mean, obviously is still yet to be seen what we're going to get out of this season. But I imagine we're going to get some stinkers, personally for me. Some of the episodes are probably going to be stinkers. But, I mean, that's kind of their mantra, though, because even even the violence in this, the one guy, you see the screen focus on his shirtless body uh, with the vibro knife sticking out of his chest and Mm -hmm. there's not a drop of blood. No. It's just a knife sticking out of a of a shirtless body. I mean, Correct. So, I mean, there should be blood. There should be something, but there's nothing. Unless it's New Hope and they cut the arm off of the the butt face yeah. thing and there's blood. And it's there's like, what? Blood wait, what? Everywhere. Yeah. No. Yeah. But we're not talking about New Hope. We're talking no. about Mandalorian. We're talking about the Mandalorian. And then, uh, all right, I'll be honest. Initially, when Gore Koresh tells him he's on Tatooine, my eyes rolled. Initially, they did because I'm like, we're going back to Tatooine. It's like I've been saying it. It's Star Wars. There's a whole galaxy. Why do we have to live in the same places? But over the course of the episode, that totally changed. Yeah, I would say like as soon as I heard him say Tatooine, I was a little like this is going to be bad. (laughs) Right. Because not for the same reason, but my mind, I was like, there's only one Mandalorian I can think of on Tatooine, and that's Boba Fett. And no. If if they're just he's just gonna go out there and Boba Fett's just gonna be there, right? And and what then that's gonna be your build up to it. That crossed my mind as and well that like, that he's going to find Boba Fett. If he's okay. going to be alive, great. If he's if he's not if you're not going to show, but it has to be done better than that. So I was already like a little like, all right, yeah. here we go. Your guard was up. This is them just fan servicing having Boba Fett show up at some point. Um, was <laughs> was then from then on was icing. From then on, everything was just sure, absolutely great. Because your expectations were yeah. getting destroyed. Yeah. It's, that's that's everything. always a good thing. So, because immediately when he gets to Tatooine, well, I guess when he gets to Tatooine, he sees old girl again. Who, and I, she's, I know they're going for that kind of yeah. cheesy acting, but I hate it. It's so <laughs> bad. It's like, I know that's what they're going for, but it still takes me out of it. It's a like, bit, yeah. Um Like, there's the cheesy, just... Quick side note: There's the cheesy kind of stereotypical acting that they gave to uh, the grandma and the witches on HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Um, you know where that's the stereotypical cheesy kind of dialogue, and it's phenomenal. And she's so good. I can't remember that actress's name, but she plays in the horror movie Ma, where she's a bad guy. Then she also plays good guys and other things. Um, then her for schmuck, she plays a crazy person. She's <laughs> an amazing actress. I love her. And in witches, she's so good and over the top. But it's still believable, I guess. Yeah. And then Amy Sedaris in Mandalorian is over the top and it doesn't really feel believable. Doesn't feel natural. Doesn't feel natural, correct. Yep. Like it did more in the first season. Yeah, absolutely. But in this one, not at all. It was way over the top. For me, I didn't like yeah. it. But I thought that too. Like doesn't um, really matter. The way she for me, the way she talks is passable, is fine. But she bobs her head so much. Like for th- I don't know. It's a weird thing, but no, I agree. Like just, just something's way, like, not natural. Everything about it. she says, she like moves her head in this weird, like robotic way. Yeah. Almost. Um, but but that's a minor thing. Yeah, it's a very minor thing. Um, the interaction with the droids is always funny. So the pit droids and then oh, the R five yeah. unit. Oh, R five. Yeah, I I caught that. Yeah, he even has the scorch marks on the back of his yes. helmet where he supposedly blew up. Yep, I love that. Yep, I have an action figure of R five somewhere. Somewhere. Um. Oh, then of course he gets the speeder bike and goes out and to Mos Plego. Yeah, meets 
uh, the weak way bartender. Did they ever say his name? I don't believe so. I don't think so either. No, cause, no, is, cause even Cobb yeah, ends up calling him. That's what weak I was going to say. Even the <laughs> marshal of that town is like, who risked his life to save him and get mm-hmm. him out of the bar is like, Hey, weak way. Yeah. Give us two glasses of spotchka or whatever. Spotchka. Snorts. Two snorts Snor- of spotchka. Snorts of spotchka. Which also, I don't know if you, I think, um, I never really stopped and thought about it, I guess, but those Mandalorian helmets, uh, for the actors, you know, outside of the universe, for the actors, they must be hard to see out of because Timothy Oliphant struggles there for a second to pick up those two glasses. Really? Yeah, you can see, like, his, I didn't notice like that. his hands go out and he tries to. He's like feeling it, it, around. Yeah, it takes like a split second for him to just put his fingers into both of them <laughs> and pull them both, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, well, but for- that was another thing. So he says, Our marshal's wearing armor like that. You can ask him yourself, and it turns around, and lo and behold, before knowing who the guy is or who the marshal is, there's I knew. some dude. The body shape, I knew. I didn't. Really? Yeah. Um, I, I knew, knew from the body shape. I knew shape. the actor was in it, but I didn't expect him to be here this early. I didn't either. I didn't um, either. And then, honestly, like, I'd forgotten. So mm. I see the guy standing there, and in the shadow of the doorway, he's yeah, I want to know your initial Boba reaction. Fett's armor is standing there, and I was like, great. Because that's what my mind was thinking off of the, you know, previous scene where... Yeah, I wondered what you thought. I was like, when come that on. There, but then, like, it only took me about a second to realize that's not Boba Fett. Right. He's way too skinny. Um, he's missing a lot of the stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, he's got the Western style belt hanging down on his hip. Like, that's not Boba Fett. So, who, who is this guy? And then, of course, he talks and it's like, all right, well, that's not Boba Fett. Right. Because, I mean, I, I do not see Disney ever putting Boba Fett into the show without. Even if you never see his face, without using Jeremy Bullock or um, Tamora Morrison for the voice, and that guy gotcha. was obviously neither one sure. of those guys. So yeah. that's not Boba Fett. So warning flag number two for you. Yeah, I immediately knew who it was. That well, lanky ass body. Th- this wasn't the war- this was the moment where it started getting good. Because oh, like, sure. As soon as I was like, "That's not Boba Fett," then you were excited. So yeah, I was excited yeah. again. Um, and then also really like Din Jaren's guards like completely down. He's like, he found his goal. He found the Mandalorian. He goes to talk to him. And it's when he takes his helmet off that he stops. He stops dead in And his he kind of like rises up a little bit. Yep. Like he's completely taken off guard. And that's when he knows this is not a Mandalorian. And then, of course, the camera turns. And there's Timothy Oliphant. In all of his glory. All he's of his so beautiful, glory. dude. Dude, did you, Just did you pick handsome. up on this? I think he is, too. I think uh, he looks more in this than he ever has. He's got a bit of a Pierce Brosnan quality to him. I can see it. He's got, I mean, cause he's getting gray now. Especially if you watch The Sun with Pierce Brosnan, he's got yeah. the gray beard and they got kind of like the same like square hairstyle going on. And this is the first time we've seen Timothy Oliphant with gray. Yeah. Like Deadwood, it's dyed, you know, he's, he's still super dark and unjustified. He has no facial hair at all. You'd rarely see his hair cause yeah. he's wearing the hat. He's phenomenal. I mean, quick side note, Timothy Oliphant, if you want to follow his career, watch Justified, it's great. Watch Deadwood, it's great. Honestly, watch the Hitman movie. Thank you. It's fucking amazing. Watch I the love first it. one. The first one, yeah. The second I one, I won't even watch that I haven't trash. watched the second one. I could tell by the trailer I had no interest. Yeah. But his, I, it's because of Hitman and then me remembering, oh, Timothy Oliphant's in this season, that I knew who it was when he appears in the doorway because of his body shape. Ooh. And it really accentuates that in Hitman. He's got that yeah. lanky with Very broad shoulders. Slender. Yeah. yeah. But also... um. Live for your die hard. He's oh shit, the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Yeah, in that. And forgot he's a about good that. Bad guy. She's down the mine shaft with an 
SUV up her ass. <laughs> the last good Die Hard film. Oh, goodness. No, uh, but when he pulls the helmet off, we finally see who it is. He's beautiful. Yep. And I was like, I'm, I'm in. Yep. On this episode, yeah, let's that's do what this. Said, What's going to happen next? From from the moment he talks, and I know it's not Boba Fett, from then on, the episode only got better and better and better for me. Um, I thought they were going to f- straight up fight. And like I was like, great. Tim the Elephant's going to die that's what in I the thought. next two seconds. I thought it was going down right there. Yeah. But no. Which is another thing they did really, really well, and they did they did it in the first season, where just like everything gets thrown on its head, and it very blatantly lays the bricks in front of you. This is the path that we're going, and then right when you step on that path, it just veers off. Yeah. So I mean, it subverts they, expectations yeah, in a good way. They, Game of Thrones. They laid everything down to where obviously they're going to fight here. There's nothing else that can happen. You know, he talks about. The Mandalorian Creed, and you know, they'll have the full first season talking about Beskar Steel being mm-hmm. returned to its ancestral home. Yeah, he's like, give me the armor. Yeah, or I will take it <laughs> off, yeah. Uh, or you take it off or I will. And, you know, it's like, there's, all right, so this is where it's going down. This is, this is it. And, I mean, there's no other thing that can happen to make this fight not happen right here, Correct. right now. And then something does. And the fight doesn't happen. And something, even, something yeah, Even if those, we're going to do this in front of the kid, he... He's seen worse. He's seen. I knew he was yep. going to say that too. Yep. I was like, he's probably going to say he's seen he's worse. Seen worse. And then, of course, Baby Yoda. I know it's the child. We've covered this, but it's Baby Yoda. So they give me a name. Yep. But when he gets in the spittoon, <laughs> like after the crate dragon rolls through town, and then it, that it fades out or whatever. But you see his little eyes and ears poking out of the spittoon. <laughs> I was like, oh, even when the dragon's rumbling through. And like he loses his balance and baby Yoda reaches down to steady himself. Yeah, and he's and like he crouches so low. It's so it's so, so good. awesome. So good. As a side note though, I was kinda excited when they said this thing was called a crate dragon. Kotor. Uh yeah. I knew immediately. Never, I played the I've shit out of that game. I've never seen a crate dragon, but then I immediately when he said crate dragon, I was like, Crate Fang! This is what <laughs> right? this is what the ship's named after. It's named after this beast here. Did you go so, on the quest to do the whole crate dragon thing and get you end up getting a crate dragon pearl and everything back in the day in that game. I nice do not Republic. know. Yeah. Wait, part one or two? One. I never played part one. Mm. I only played part two. I played them both. And I'm pretty sure it's one. It's been many, many it moons. Could be either one because I've I only remember very specific moments of part two. Yeah. Um, it's been that long since I've played it. I mean, the crate dragon obviously looks different in the game. Well, yeah. Than it does in the show, but as soon as I said Crate Dragon, I'm like, I wonder. And then even, not to jump ahead, but even when they end up showing you the final layer of the dragon, yeah, it's almost spot on to the layer you go to in the game. Nice. So I was I was fan fanboying all over that. I was just like, bravo, John Favreau, you're yeah. digging deep, man. Yeah, I dig know, it. He knows his stuff, man, yeah. which is great. But so. continuing on, so Crate Dragon rolls through town. Yeah. Destroys a bunch of shit. Eats the poor Bantha, oh, which yeah. is also from KOTOR, and I'm sure from other things because I'm not deep into Legends, so I'm sure there's plenty of reference to crate dragons and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I know from Nice Republic, they feed on Banthas. Like, that's what they like. So mm-hmm. him going after the Bantha was just another thing where I'm like, oh, yep, this is the crate dragon I know and love. Cool, cool, yeah. cool. And then he eats it. Yep. Now, oh, poor, poor Bantha. <laughs> poor Bantha. Did nothing. He's just out there minding his own little business. And beautiful FX work yet yeah. again. Yeah, it so looks good. So good. Um, then we get the deal. Yeah. Then you get Timothy Oliphant. You know, I think we can work something out. Yeah. 
voluntarily tells him, if you can help me kill the dragon, uh, I'll give you the armor. Which is a big thing. Cause oh, that's huge. You would have to pry that out of my cold, dead fingers, And especially, man. it's it's been what he's used to protect the town the that town, he obviously yeah. loves for yeah. a long time. And um, I'm trying to remember... Yeah, I'm not sure. I won't cover that yet. Yeah, because it, it may be something we talk about later. But yeah, they make a deal. Yep. Kill the dragon, get the armor. The stage is set for the rest of the episode, which yep. was a longer episode. I'm totally down for that. I hope they continue with the 50-minute runtime. Oh, yeah. Or more. Yeah. Oh. Hour and a half runtimes. Oh, yeah. Two-hour runtimes. <laughs> Eight full-length movies. Blow that budget up. Yes. Uh, then what's next? Then's they, the, uh, grace, the great scene, dude. Is this where they uh, – They're riding through the desert. Yeah, and he tells the story of how he got the armor. But before that, when he rolls up on a pod racer engine – Oh, right. I was like, what the what hell is the that? Heck is going He's on? modified a pod yeah. engine. That was, um, which would be then a swoop bike, I guess, would be what it's called. I don't know. It looked cool. It took me the second viewing to realize that he's actually not sitting on the thing. No, he's modified. Like he's his, on the side of his, it. Yeah, he's sitting on it like a bike, but his seat is on the side uh-huh. of it, which was really, really cool. So good. So but that you, is when he tells the story. Yeah. He tells the story. Um, oh, this was great too. So when he uh, first, when Den first meets him, and asks him where he got the armor. He said, bought it off some Jawas, mm-hmm. which immediately told me, well, Boba Fett's not dead then. Because Jawas aren't climbing into a Sarlacc pit's stomach to get that armor. Oh, he, good point. He came out. I didn't think about that. He crawled out. He survived. I don't know if he took the armor off to treat his wounds. I don't know if he crashed in the desert and on the brink of death and someone stole the armor off of his lifeless corpse. Um, I thought he was still dead at that point. I was like, uh, okay, so they no. they got his armor off. But you're right. No, how, how could you? He, because, I mean, I don't know how Sarlacc pits work, but if they poop, it's underground. I mean, <laughs> right. They regurgitate. So, yeah. They shoot shit up in the They're air. They're just spitting things out into the ground, which shouldn't be the case because it said they slowly digest over a thousand years. So Boba Fett's armor got out of his stomach somehow. Good, good which call. Which means Boba I didn't Fett think about that. got out. So Boba Fett is alive. From, this, from that moment on, I was like, yes. This is how they should handle it. Tell me Boba Fett's alive, but you don't have to, you know, go into his story because, like we've talked before, Star Wars can be Star Wars without the other character, sure. your fa- fundamental characters. So then you get the story of him. Uh, soon as the Death Star two blows up, mining colony comes in, takes over. Mining collective. Mining collective. It was very cool. Yeah. I like that whole thing. Him yep. at the bar, everyone's celebrating. I especially like it because the line he says, "Power hates a vacuum." Mm-hmm. So as soon as there's a spot. You know, vacated a powerful seat. Somebody else is going to rise and fill it. Oh yeah, and it was a, it was a cool line. And then they, cool. they come in, and they just start shooting everybody. He leaves, saves the weak way's life, steals a bunch of crystals, steals, just grabs a random container full yep. of goodies, no idea what's in it, and just takes off to the desert. And as luck would have it, containers full of valuable crystals. Yeah, Silac crystals. Sil- I think Silac, Silac, Silac disease. Damn it. <laughs> No gluten for Timothy Oliphant. Simtex. Simtex crystals. Cobb Vanth, by the way. I don't know if we covered that. Character's Uh, name's Cobb Vanth. Cobb Vanth. Which everyone knows because you've probably watched the episode, but boom. Nugget of info. Boom. (laughs) Mm. Uh. Cobb. Like Randall Cobb. There you go. There we go. Um, That's not right. Randall Cobb's a football player, isn't he? Yes, but still like that. Yeah, I like him, but I was going for the Inception Cobb. Oh, and I said, Randall, what's his name in Inception? You know, I don't know if they ever tell you his full name. Jonathan it's just Cobb. Cobb. Sure, it's Jonathan Cobb. Um, Steve Cobb. <laughs> Steve Cobb. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah. So he uh, 
Same regales story, us with his tail. Yep. A good story. Goes in there. Uh, Jawas save his life. Uh, find that they want the crystals and they're willing to give him anything, basically. Anything. Uh, especially because the first thing they handed him, I don't remember what it was, but the second thing they hand him that, they try to hand him that droid and that droid looks like a nice droid. Like it, right. does, it doesn't look like the stereotypical, like trashy heaps of junk that come from the Jawas. This right. is a clean droid, looks fairly new. And he's like, no. And then he points over in the corner and there you see the jetpack, you see, you know, the chest piece and you see the helmet, you see the little, the gauntlets. It's like, <clears throat> yeah. And so Boba Fett's armor sitting there in the corner with no Boba Fett, sans Boba Fett, <laughs> uh, buys the armor, goes back and has an awesome Western style so shootout good, dude. in a bar. Yeah. So uh, good. With a, I'd, I'd love to, because my, I don't know, a subtle thing, but when he first walks in, everybody stops because a Mandalorian just walked in and their right. eyes, a Mandalorian just right. walked in. And even the weak way obviously doesn't, doesn't, know re- it is. doesn't recognize him. No. So even he, like he has his hands raised and he's a little scared. And then finally he nods he him gives off, gives him a little nod yep. to get out, shoots I don't everyone, know, everyone. One guy shoots him and he just brushes it off because, you know, best car steel can stop everything except for bare knuckle fists. So, <laughs> and then the, uh, the ultimate, moment there oh, gosh. where this, he runs out to the transport this is running thing, away. Um, I like the idea that he modified his own speeder bike because mm-hmm. that uh, mean, means Shows to me that intelligence he's an there. intelligence, he's an engineer, and that makes it a little more okay that he's figured out how to use that armor and whatnot so quick. Actually, I'm totally – I was totally – and we're I'm not going to fully jump ahead here. But I will say at this point – with what we're talking about, with him firing the rocket and destroying the transport full of fleeing miners, mm-hmm. I was cool with that 100%. Now, I'm not so cool with something else that we'll talk about later. See, I think we're backwards because if you're thinking really? about the thing I'm thinking about, yeah. that I'm more cool with. Really? So well, that's good. You can tell me why. The um, the rocket thing, this was uh, now that I, th- I think about him modifying his own bike, so he's an engineer and he can work things out because – Mandalorians have to train on this armor like nonstop. Correct. And he goes out and he figures out the rangefinder and figures out how to target lock a rocket, figures mm-hmm. out, you know, to lean forward and shoot it and, you know, it does it nonchalantly. Yeah. He aced so, it. So um, at first I was like, eh, all right, believe button and move on. Cause it was awesome. I'm yeah, not, I mean, very it's cool. not uncool. It's just like, okay, he just, he knows how to work that stuff. He knows how to get the target lock and all that, but whatever, move on. <laughs> um, but a very cool moment. Very cool explosion. You see the, oh, the yeah. explosion and the dirt and everything, just cloud of, of nothingness and and everything, just awesome. Yeah, it shows Such how powerful that rocket is. Yeah, which is great because it's only, as far as the movies go, it's the second time you see it used. And Django Fett's was a lot less powerful. I don't remember it being used at all. Django uses it to shoot. It's, Django uses it to shoot at Obi-Wan at the final Camino. Really? And it I don't remember blow, that. blows up this tiny little explosion and Obi-Wan just kind of like falls to the ground. Weird. I don't remember yeah. that at all for some yeah. reason, but maybe, I haven't seen maybe, clones in a while. Maybe the rain and Camino helped to keep the explosion down. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm going with. Stifled the flame. Yeah, stifled, stifled the flame. Cause it's, but I remember to that. be fair, um, 
Django Fett's rockets were much, much smaller. So maybe they were like anti-personnel rockets instead of anti-vehicle rockets. Yeah, and Boba Fett could have beefed his up over time. Been like, no, yeah, I uh, want well, many nukes here. The rockets that he fired aren't even the rockets from Boba Fett's standard jetpack. Like, See, that's a good they're, question. They're different. Because I was curious, like, why would he, they still have rockets? See, that's the ones from the movies right there. Yeah, those are but much the, different. the ones he used were a little shorter and they were white. Okay. They were white and red. Because I initially was like, okay, why does he still have a rocket for the jetpack? That probably shouldn't be a thing. Mm-hmm. And then... Well, I mean, there was a rocket on there when Boba Fett was taken to the Sarlacc pit. Yeah, but at the time, the jetpack was damaged, obviously. Boba Fett, where? So I'm like, well, the jetpack's probably out of commission, including anything in it. He went down into the Sarlacc. I'm guessing the rocket's no good. Whatever. In my mind, like, mm-hmm. none of that's... That's all meh. For one, I didn't even know he had the jetpack. Because when you see the armor in the Jawa's crawler, there's no jetpack. You just see the chest piece and the helmet, I believe. I could be wrong. I've only seen yeah. the episode one time. The but I don't think you even the see The jetpack's it. there, but it's like sideways and it's kind of – Okay. Yeah. Because I didn't see it the then first time either. if there's a rocket in it. I don't know. Maybe you pick, pick up the rocket afterwards maybe. Because that, that would make that more would sense, make sense to me he, if he made Because he has own. more than one. So exactly. If he picked up – Which was another question for me. It's like how well. many of these does he have? <laughs> Well, that's a movie, so or it's a true. show, so true. And it's Star Wars, so they have infinite. That's true, infinite everything, yeah. vibroblades, rockets. But I think, as far as Boba Fett's, of course, I can't speak for the Sarlacc pit because obviously that's the acid from his stomach did some damage to the armor. Mm-hmm. So I can't speak for what kind of damage it would do to the jetpack. But when it got hit by Han, all that did was cause it to fire. Like I didn't damage the pack itself. It's kind of you know why that happens at the end of the episode too. He just. Yeah. F- gets the, the jetpack to fire. Well, actually, I'll talk about that later. Yeah. Yeah. I have I have another thought on that, but right. we can cover that when yep. we get to it. So, um, tells the awesome story, goes out there. I believe that's where they run into the extremely terrifying dogs. Yeah. Yeah. That also took a turn because I was like, oh, how is this going to play out? These things are terrifying. Well, it takes another turn. Or it takes the biggest turn when Mando speaks straight up Tuscan. Yeah. Like, I believe in season one, he uses sign language. That's he they, never speaks Yeah, they never Tuscan. make any noise. Right. And then he just straight up gurgles out some yeah. Tuscan Raider. I'm like, what the hell? Which is kind of weird because, like, if you can speak their language, then why are you signing? Right. And Maybe it's easier on the vocal cords. <laughs> but if you're signing, then why take the time to speak as well? That's true. Maybe yeah. their language is broken. Like they're only – you can only sign certain things. Like they don't have a full vocabulary. <laughs> so maybe that oh, oh, explains oh. it. Pour that Guinness. Spilling some here. Pour it twice. Yeah. No, but they, that is when they meet the hounds and you're like, all right, we're going to get a fight with some weird creatures. And then nope. Mando speaks Tuscan. Tuscans come out. Then we get the scene where they're all sitting around the fire and the dog is looking at his chops at Baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, I'm going to eat that little bitch. <laughs> He's got like the biggest like smile looking face right? on. He licks his teeth and Baby Yoda just kind of like hunkers between him. <laughs> right. Like that, I would do the same. That thing is massive and scary. Yeah. And then we have the whole confrontation of them breaking open the acid fruit wanting yeah. Cobb to drink I say, it. I'm probably not drinking that either. No. If you open something and it smokes... Yeah, like I'm not that. drinking it. I'm not drinking it. No. Like, like if you open something that looks like a natural plant, like like you didn't prepare it in any way. You picked it and you opened it <laughs> and, and it there's smoke. smoke. 
I'm not, I'm not drinking whatever's in it. It's not going to yeah, happen. No, I'm out. I will start a war with the Tuscan Raiders right? before I will accept peace by drinking this. I mean, it's, that's just facts. Which is also what Cobb's mindset was. Yeah. It's like, I'll fuck this shit, I'm out. Yeah. It's like, Let's fight. You want their help? Not if it requires me to drink this. And then, in a long-standing tradition, yeah. he uses his flamethrower. <laughs> we can't flame get through an episode without no, it. I, I've never been more sold on the fact that he uses it just because he wants to. Agreed. Because this was the most unnecessary use Completely. of it of all time. Yep. These guys are arguing. Flame. Maybe, maybe I should raise my voice and tell them to stop. No, no, no. It's too subtle. Maybe I'll fire my blaster into the air. Eh, that's too strong. Let's come back. Let's. You know what? Flamethrower. Flamethrower <laughs> will shut them both up. And I'll hold it for like 17 seconds while they stare at me in confusion. <laughs> Even Baby Yoda recoiled a little bit. He's like, oh, that's hot. <laughs> like, because it switches to him and the light's in his eyes and he kind of closes his little eyes a little bit. He's like, damn it, with that flamethrower again, stop, man. Stop, man. Stop. Quit it, will you? You're going to burn the hairs off my head, little head. <laughs> no, but when the flamethrower happened, I'm like, they're totally doing this yep. just to keep the trend yep. going. They're doing it because there's they're going against the crate dragon. Mm-hmm. So there's going to be no scene in combat where he uses it. True. And so, they gotta so, use it. So use it. So use it here. At least have to remind you, hey, he's got it. He's, he's still got a flamethrower. Yeah. Don't forget about the Don't forget about the flamethrower, man. Boom. Uh, flame. Boom. Flames. So continues to speak uh, Tuscan. Sand people. Sand speak. Sand speak. Sure. Uh, would that be Would that be Sanskrit? <laughs> <laughs> I haven't had enough alcohol to laugh at that one yet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> speaks speaks the language of the natives, um, calms Timothy Oliphant down, uh, convinces them that they're not going to defeat this creature unless they all work together, because the Tuscans want it dead as well. And off they go. And off they go. Off to the races. To the lair. To the lair. But we get some interesting information, because then they tell us that it ate the Sarlacc. Oh, yeah, that was terrifying yeah, to me. That's where they, they go there and they see, and they're like, no, it's in there. It's sleeping. It's we'll bring sleeping out the in Bantha. This, in this abandoned Sarlacc pit. And he's like, oh, you guys are wrong because there's no such thing as an abandoned yeah. Sarlacc like, pit. Like, no, he ate it. I'm like, what? There is if he ate the Sarlacc. Wait a minute. You can do that? Yeah, which was great because it immediately made the stakes a little higher for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh, this thing's way more powerful than I thought. Yeah, way bigger than I thought. Yeah. Um, because Sarlaccs are huge. Yeah. Yeah, um, he ate it. He, he just ate it. No big deal. No big deal. No. Then he comes out and eats the Tuscan, leaves the Bantha, and the Bantha's yeah. looking around Which like, what the Which raises the, the hell? stakes again, because then you realize how smart the thing is. Yes. It knows what they're doing. And it shows us later on just how smart the crate dragons are. Mm-hmm. Flanking sons of bitches, yeah. those things. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the ultimate thing where they realize, we can't take this guy. And then Mando volunteers the village and everything. Yep. It's like, no. Nope. Yeah, he's got his little... Uh, 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 Hershey Nuggets, it looks he's, like. He's Hershey got his little kisses, diorama little, set yeah. up. Yeah, he's uh, like, is that the is, scale? That's not scale. That's not scale. I'm pretty sure it is. <laughs> and then Cobb was like, oh, it's bigger than I thought. Yeah. yeah he really thought him and uh, Din Jaren could take it on themselves. Yeah, no R- chance. Nope. Wrong. Wrong again. Wrong again. You'll follow Orafiki. So back to the village for a lot of like just... You know, a lot of the middle of the episode is just kind of build up. Yeah, Not a di- whole lot's a lot going dialogue, on. A lot some cool scenery. You know, some great – one thing I liked is that, like I said in the beginning, I was annoyed they were going back to Tatooine. But at the same time, towards about three-quarters of the way through the episode, I was okay with it because they actually, for the first time in the history of Star Wars, showed you some scale to Tatooine. Yeah. Like they jump out and they show you these 
vast shots of them traveling and you get all this these different journeys and you actually feel like Tatooine is way bigger than what you've been led to That's believe. Been... Even with when Sedaris's character shows in the map. She's like, here's yeah. Mos Eisley. And then here's... she scrolls. Yeah, and then she flips it and shows the blank space that's Mos yeah. Plago. And you're like, okay. Okay. It's big. That's one thing. It's uh, a planet. Star Wars has always kind of struggled with, um, at least for me as an audience member, is I've always thought like, you know, they talk about Hoth, right? And the planet Hoth. And this is just a minor thing. Cause, so the entire planet is snow. Our planet has snow all over it and jungles and deserts and but there's right. a whole planet that's snow okay well fine move on but then you get to like the the actual like consistent planets and whatnot that are used consistently like Tatooine and they're like we're going to Tatooine to do this or we're going to Tatooine to do that and it's always Mos Eisley or, every time or Mos Espa it's always like those two places right like, really they don't add any scale really? and then right. we're going to Coruscant Coruscant you'll like Coruscant kid the entire city's the entire planet's one big city and they always go to the same place <laughs> right like, so there's always this you know there's this I don't know it's and I get it because it's on such a grand scale for the story that's being told that it's kind of hard to be like you know this planet also has this over here but like planets are huge man so if you know, like Bespin, you only ever see Cloud City. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's... I mean, and I get it. You're you're jumping from planet to planet. Like if you were all staying on one planet, you could jump from location to location. So they kind of have to scale back. Like they can't spend – they can't go to a bunch of different places on right. one planet. But at the but... same time, when you're returning to a place like Tatooine – so many times over the course of a mm-hmm. series. And it's, it's like, always you've the gotta same. open it up, man. Yeah. You've gotta open it up. Yep. Which I feel like this finally did. It made me feel the the more it made me feel Tatooine on a planetary basis and not a location basis, which was mm-hmm. awesome in my opinion. Then obviously they, they head back to the village and and get the little recruit everybody to help. Yeah, recruit and the little interaction. You try to blow us all up? What the hell, man? And then Cobb steps in, defends the the Tuscan and all yeah. that stuff that you had to put in there. Show the tension, build all that shit. And then yeah. they go back. And then they go back. Yeah, to face the beast. They go back, and what's cool is, um, in their plan to take it down, like it's basically kind of the same plan you have in Knights of the Old Republic on that quest to take out the Kray Dragon. Really? Yeah. It's, Bombs to the belly? Yeah, it's so similar, man. It's crazy. It's like John Favreau played the shit out of Knights of the Old Republic. He's like, I'm going to put this in there. Yeah, you know what? People have probably forgotten about this by now. I'm going to use it. Yeah, or they haven't ever played it, which yeah, probably which too is, many people. Yep, that's yeah. true for a lot of people. Um, That's good, though. He's, he's, you know, it seems like he's not just some guy willy-nilly making a Star Wars movie, Ryan Johnson. So, <laughs> What's the um, – I'm trying to remember. So they plant the bombs. They have the whole thing together. They wake it up and it comes out. Well, it comes out in all of its greatness, which mm-hmm. the effects and everything on the crate Dragon are awesome. But what's the thing – it's almost like a curse word, but it's Disney, so they can't say it. Um, Mando says something. When he's like, it's it's not, it's going back. Damn it. What's he say? Because he says something like, you would want to say fuck it, but he, it's something else that he says. I don't, remember. I don't know. I'm going to look it up. I'm going to take a non-professional moment to look up on my phone. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> 
uh, he says Dank Farrick in frustration. So that's it. Dank Farrick? Dank Farrick. You don't remember that? No. I don't know why I remember that. That sounds like a person's name more yeah, than right? a cuss word. But no, he's like – Dank Farrick, get away. He's watching with the little spotter thing and he sees that the crate dragon is uh-huh. not going to come all the way. And he goes, Dank Farrick. He's retreating. I'm like, what the hell was that? Was that like, his version of I feel like if you're, if you're creating a fictional swear word, that's a long way to go. Like two separate, did it though. Two separate words way. and three syllables. That's a lot, man. Yeah. Dank Farrick. So there you go. You could just go. be like Battlestar Galactica and be like, frack. <laughs> We're going to clean the show up. Jordan Paddock's show is going to be cleaned up from now on. Dank Farrick will be Dank the Farrick. ongoing curse word. Dank Farrick and frack. Fracking Dank Farrick. And also just. Mother fracking. Mother <laughs> fracking Dank Farrick. <laughs> Son of a Farrick. <laughs> Cause the more we drink, the more we cuss. If you've listened for any amount of time, I'm yep. sure you know this. Yes. But no, the ultimate, the boom, the crate dragon battle. Mm-hmm. Goes about as expected. I didn't figure it was going to be easy. No, I know. Pour some beer. And wondered, it wasn't easy. I wondered how it was going to go because it's like, this seems like a pretty solid plan. Yeah, it seems too easy for this. Yeah. So, like, it's obviously not going to work, but how are they going to get it to not work? Because, like, there's not a lot of room here in this spot. So, I mean, what can you do to feasibly make it more difficult? Mm-hmm. And they did that just by revealing to you that the crate dragon is actually a fairly intelligent beast. Oh, extremely. Because it comes um, out. Doesn't it come out and then they blow it up and then it retreats underground? No, it comes out and they shoot the arrows in its face and then mm-hmm. it just starts backing out. Correct. But then when they fully get it out oh, yeah, after yeah, yeah, that, yeah. then they blow it up. And then yep. Cobb's like, I think, it's not dead. I think at that point it just goes straight underground. Yeah, it goes underground. Cobb's like, I don't think it's dead. Mando's me like, me either. Yeah, no. Then he comes back up and starts spewing venom, right? Yeah. And I was like, what that the was hell is on, that? I wish the screen would have stayed on those guys a little longer. Oh, they, I wanted to see. Ex- it's Disney. They couldn't. I know. I wanted to see exactly what it was doing because it would splat on them and then they would start to smoke. But then the camera would turn. Pretty sure they disintegrated like, into I nothing. I want to see exactly what's going on here, yeah. man. Um, that's what it seemed like. And th- yep. Oh. And then he goes like uh he gets I think he gets frustrated when they start hitting him with a bunch of stuff. And he heads up top. And he heads up top, but he busts out of the top of the mountain and just just spews it down on, you know, the kill box where right. everyone's at. And just ah, lays Well that's when Mando and Cobb get involved, like he's picking us off. Yeah, he's like, There's nothing we can do no. from down here. So let's, you know, the two of us with our blasters go up there and take a head on. Mm. That that's a good plan, fellas. Sure. Yeah. What annoyed – this is where we can go ahead and get to the scene. Yep. So Mando, Din Djarin, Jin Darren. Jin Darren. When you're drunk enough, it tends to become – Gin Garen. Sure, whatever. Um, hey, he Jin. flies off and then right behind him, which in a really cool scene, mm-hmm. like seeing them both both fly up there over the landscape and they've got their blaster rifles and it looks awesome. But immediately it was like, what? So it took us an entire season of The Mandalorian – for him to get his jetpack, and he could barely use it. Mm-hmm. And then we see Cobb Vanth, who's not a Mandalorian at all, can just use the damn thing. And I get it. He's had time with it. Obviously, he knows what he's doing because the modification to the pod engine. But I was a little annoyed. Yeah. Like, he shouldn't be able to use the fucking jetpack, man. That was the thing that... Sorry. Did, the, thank Jarek. Why thank can he use Jarek. a jetpack? Fracking jetpack. Fracking jetpack, man. That was the thing that didn't bother me so much, just because... After he gets it from the Jawas, they never tell you how much time has passed. No, I agree. 
So I was just still a little yeah, annoyed. I'm like, it, ah, could have been weeks, could have been months, could have been years. I'm in my mind, he's out there in the desert by himself. Like when he's not protecting people, he's just out there in the middle of the desert, just <laughs> ah, thud. Ah, like Superman's but, flight. Yes. Until he, practicing. Until he finally gets it. He's out there where there's no eyes by himself practicing. Well, obviously it had to be that way. Yeah. I mean, we have to fill the, the blanks. The so only, I'm okay with that. Yeah, the only thing is that because the, the show being what it is, it didn't follow his story. So we don't get to see him practicing with it. Yeah. Um, of course, you don't really get to see Din Jaren practicing with it either. No, that's true. Um, he just immediately gets good at it. Um, and a lot of people complained about that on season one, but it didn't bother me because he literally just flew straight up in the air. Like that was it at the end. Yeah, yeah. You just, I agree with that. Like, that doesn't take that much work. You hit the button and you're going to go up, right? And then he goes up and he shuts it off and he turns around and launches his cable. And a lot of oh, really? He, he can use already? Like he flew one direction, man. <laughs> right? I mean, how hard is that? Yeah. But uh, yeah. I initially was annoyed by you know the seeming mastery of the jetpack by Cobb Vanth, but it's cooled on me. Yeah. A little bit now. And, and it looks awesome. It looks I mean, so good. Just the scene of both of them flying know, up to the top of the mountain. I love that so sound fluid. they make, dude. That, yeah. That high-pitched whirring noise or whatever. And then they start blasting them. Yeah. Blast them. There it is. Blast it. Because that's going to work so yeah. well. And this is something else. This does really annoy me. And this is annoy, annoys me all the time when I watch movies and I watch shows. You have guns. You have you know a good set of reliable weapons. And you're facing a gigantic, ginormous monster that's un seemingly unbeatable compared to you this you know this mortal man how come nobody ever just shoots it in the fucking eyes i thought the same thing that's I was exactly like, what i would yeah. do shooting it doesn't matter if you kill it or not if no. you can't see correct you win well it kept showing us its eye and then you know din's got that big ass thing that vaporizes jawas uh-huh. and i was like oh he's gonna shoot the damn thing's eye out that's why he wants to get his attention but right. no he doesn't no he just shoots at its side yeah take that like just shoot ah. it in the eye right like and of course you know maybe its eyes are made out of some sort of like organic rock or something so it wouldn't work but I still feel like the character should be a, that yeah. should be a thought correct can't kill me if it can't see me especially a strategist Insert Eddie Murphy meme <laughs> all right I mean come on but eventually I mean they jump back down and then he comes up behind them yeah, showing his awesome. intelligence yet yeah. again he goes back into the mountain they're all looking at the mountain yep and then he out of the sand dune behind him, there oh, yeah. he is, and all of his magnificent glory. Oh, so cool! Yeah, um, for a split second when he popped out behind him, I thought there was more than one. Oh, that would have been like that's incredible. what I thought. Like, holy crap! It called for reinforcements. I was like, oh no, <laughs> it just burrowed underground. Oh, that's just somehow worse because if it's smart enough to do that, then I do we'll like see what happens. In a quick callback to earlier in the episode, we didn't touch on it. I do like that um, they gave uh, Mando's initial plan. Where he was like, yeah, I'll just go back and get the Razor Crest and blast it out of the earth, you know, and all that stuff. And then Cobb's like, no, it can sense the vibrations. Yeah. And it'll just hibernate. So they covered that. Kind of like the Eagles thing that never gets covered in Lord of the Rings that's actually covered yeah. in the books. Um, they cover that in yeah. this episode. And it's almost like they – I can't, I don't know for a fact, but it feels almost like maybe they weren't going to put that in there. But then they knew people would be like, why did he just use his ship? So they're like, <laughs> right. let's let them know now why, why he can't John use his Favreau ship. John Favreau was because sitting at a table eating a cheeseburger. And he's like, fucking Star Wars fans. Yeah. They're going to ask this ask. damn question. They're going to ask. Munches into a cheeseburger and writes the reason the ship can't be used. Wipes the ketchup off the paper he just wrote on and goes <laughs> L- about his fabulous day. Yeah. 
Man, John Favreau was so cool. He's the he's the man. Um, but yeah, comes up behind him. All hope is lost, <laughs> right? You know, obviously it's not because we we have a lot of show left. But at the, in the moment, you're like, all right, how are they going to do this? And then when he tells Cobb, take care of the child, yeah. and pulls a Han Solo on him. Yep, hits the jetpack. Yeah. Um, then I was like, okay, is this going to be where, you know, we had the reports yeah. from Grace. Yep. Mando disappears for a while. Middle of the season. I'm like, it's first episode. Is he going to be gone yep. now? Like, he's going to supposedly die here. We're not going to see him again for four episodes. Uh, that was not the case. That's immediately what I thought. Me too. Because like, I remember I was like, Shit. all the reports were like, expect to see a little bit less of the Mandalorian. And then this happens, and I'm literally like... Oh shit! Yeah, I was a little pissed. I'm like, no way, no They're, way. Are they going to kill him? Are oh, they, I didn't think that. Are they going to get rid of him in the first season or first episode? Like, what's going to happen? Because then, then the camera acts in such a way where he's holding on to the bantha, but he's standing off to the side. So I'm immediately relieved because I'm like, okay, he's going to come down and eat the bantha, and Mando is going to dive out of the way, true Jango Fett style. That's <laughs> going to be all right. And then no, that thing crashes no, he eats down them both. on both of them, and I was like. What? And then we get the gut-wrenching scene of Baby Yoda. Yeah. Like, what? Well, uh, 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 and I shed a tear. Why you did that? Yeah. Pretty soon I'll John be able to... John Favreau is the worst. <laughs> Pretty soon I'll be able to shed a tear into my own Baby Yoda. Yeah. <laughs> you couldn't have said that in a weirder way. That's but... true. I'll bury my head in the cloak of my own Baby Yoda and cry. <laughs> and weep. There we go. Tears of sorrow and joy. But no, I was like, okay, so Mando's going to get eaten. And we're not going to see him for three episodes because we're supposed to believe he's dead. And then he miraculously returns. But no. Great Dragon pops up. Uh, there's all kinds of electricity going on in his mouth. Yes. <laughs> Mando jetpacks out did. and blows him the Which fuck up. Some... The, the frack up. Yep. <laughs> Blow, blows him all kinds of up. That man, that uh, Bantha had so many bombs on its back. Yeah. Why did they bury those? You got a limit on how many you can bury? That's a good point. <laughs> bury them all, dude. We need, we need to make sure this thing dies. But let's only use half of our bombs. <laughs> Why? Yeah. <laughs> Why? What? <laughs> Why not use all of them? Yeah, every Cause, bomb. Because we might only need half. What if he survives the half? Well, then we'll use the other half. <laughs> but you could have just used both halves. Yeah. Which, That's true. I mean, as a show, good thing, because it sure. probably would have survived, and then they would have been without bombs. Yep. But in real life, it's like, why didn't you give In it real life, it makes no sense. Everything. Mm -hmm. Use all of the bombs. Use yep. every bomb. Correct. Yep. Every bomb. Or, for that matter, why didn't you just leave them on the Banthas? And have him eat the... And That's have a great eat point. Why bury them? Just yeah. leave them on the Banthas. Eats the Banthas, yeah. blows them up. Heck, hmm. you literally, literally the people. You didn't think about that, John. The people at the town could have done that. It came in an Ada Bantha at the beginning of the episode. If you just, hmm, from now on, we'll leave bombs on the Banthas. And then when we see one go missing, we'll detonate those bombs. Yeah, come on, John. Problem solved. Whole episode's four minutes long. You're eating your cheeseburger. You didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, put the cheeseburger down, John Favreau. <laughs> and hire me. <laughs> No, in all seriousness, while that makes total sense, yeah. but we could do this with any movie, with anything, any show. Anything you'd be like, well, why didn't they do it this Correct. way? Um, so. I loved it. I'm glad that they did it that way, and then he jetpacks out and blows the shit out of the crate Dragon. I'm like, yes! Oh, yeah. I'm excited. And another awesome. truly, devastatingly amazing explosion. Yeah. 
So good. And shows the innards of that thing. Yeah. Oh, which brings me to a very terrifying question. Good. The little thing the Tuscan Raiders pulled out. The, the crate pearl. Was yeah. that, was that, that's a pearl? Mm-hmm. Okay. So is that, that's a thing? Yeah. Uh, you can get one. It's worth, I think, if I remember in Knights of the Old Republic. Oh, okay. That's cool. It's so worth 100,000 credits. So it's credits. Still kind of a reference to the game. Yeah. Because I saw that thing and I, my first thought was, is that a pearl or is that an egg? What's going, what's going on no, here? No, not an egg. Why would, no. Why would they do that? <laughs> why would they keep one? No. Keep yeah. it. Raise it as a pet. There you go. Or raise it vegetarian. There we go. It won't eat any more Tuscan Raiders. <laughs> we'll use it to kill that village that we promised a piece with. <laughs> so, yeah, that was a little... A little scary at first. Yeah, like, the pearl is valuable. Super that's valuable cool. thing. And I, I think, Which is why the Tuscan Raiders were like, we'll help you, but you have to leave us yeah. the corpse. Not only that, but I believe the Raiders, it's a little more sacred than, than credits. Like for them, it's like a magical thing. Oh, cool. I could be wrong yeah, about there's that. There's so much unexplored lore within the Sand People. Oh, yeah. And they just open it up in the Mandalorian. Yeah. They open it up big time. Heck yeah, man. It's, it's we're awesome. We're only scratching the surface on them, which is, which is cool. But brings me to the point... I was going to make about Boba Fett's jetpack earlier. This comes to the end. It's all done. All well and great. Cobb and Mando shake hands. Cobb's like, I hope we meet again. Blah, blah, blah. You see Cobb's a good, gorgeous, amazing man. Mm-hmm. And he puts the equipment on to Mando's speeder and says, make sure you tell, tell your people. I didn't break that. So that's what makes me think it's less that it just fired it. It's like it, it's inoperable now. Like something's wrong with it. You smack it somewhere and it goes out of commission. It's broken. You got to fix it. Because Cobb tells Mando, I make still, sure you tell your people I didn't break that or whatever Maybe I still feel like maybe that would only be the flight. I'm, in my mind, it would still fire rockets. I feel yeah, like you're those, probably are, right. those would be two two separate subsystems or whatever. I could be wrong. I don't and know. we glazed over that too. But that's, um, a, that's He fired the second rocket, like we said earlier, on the crate Dragon to draw it towards Mando and the Bantha. That's what it was. Yeah. Get its attention. Yeah. Yep. I got its attention. Yeah. Then he's like, save the child. Boom. Han Solo. Bah. So yeah, maybe yeah. Uh, maybe it does do a little more damage than I thought, just by smacking it on the side. Yeah, <laughs> they're apparently very fragile. Yeah, Mando's very well versed in Han Soloism. Yes, because he immediately knew smack it right there, smack it right in that specific spot. Where? <laughs> oh man, we're talking about this, and it just dawned on me that that happened to Han Solo. And then it happened to Dinjarin, but that means it happened to the exact same jetpack twice. <laughs> That's not cool, man. You guys need to be be a little more caring. They need to upgrade that technology. Yeah, at least for Boba maybe, Fett's Maybe armor. that's why it works on works so easily because it's Boba Fett's junky jetpack that people keep beating up, and he hasn't had a chance to get the thing maintenanced. Boba Fett's jetpack. That's a real piece of shit. That's, that's a real piece of shit. Poor Boba Fett. It's not even there, and people are just trashing his armor and gear. And Yeah, because at that moment, so we're at the end of the episode, and I oh, realized yeah. that. At that moment, I'm like, oh, so Boba Fett's probably dead. Insert like, collector gif here. It's beautiful. beautiful. In my mind, and obviously that wasn't your mindset at the moment, but in my mind, I was like, oh, shit, they're going to do it. They're not even going to touch on where Boba Fett is or who he is. I was like, Patrick's going to be pissed. Because they bring his armor in and everything else, and they don't tell you shit. I was like, oh, wow, that, that kind of sucks. And then he's rolling away, and the screen's already shrinking. Like the, the, yeah, it's going to the it's wide going screen. It's going to wide screen. And you're like, I'm like, fuck. He's Patrick's, riding off into the Patrick's going to be pissed. Yeah. And then, then I see a figure, and I immediately know, like, mm, mm, 
Mm. See, this is another mm. this is another great thing because I did not know immediately. Really? Yeah, I just saw a guy standing there, and I was like, because my my first initial thought was this must be the guy that was standing over the Asian lady's body. Gotcha. You know who's following them because Spotchka. That was on. <laughs> that was. <laughs> oh, Spotchka, Spotchka. That was on Tatooine, correct? Yeah, yes, that was where he met the gunslinger kid. Ugh, worst episode ever. <gasps> Does that. Does that mean the guy standing over her body was Boba Fett? Could have been. Who knows? Oh, that's crazy. So yeah, so the big the big reveal is that bam, this figure standing on the dune watching over Din Djarin roll away with Boba Fett's damaged armor mm-hmm. is none other than Tamora Morrison as Boba Fett. As Boba Fett which is mm. amazing. Looking and this awesome. is the thing I was wrong about because I said long before they announced that Tamora Morrison was or rumored to be in it, long yeah. before they announced the Sokotano we were talking about the show. The show was still going on. We were still talking about it. And I said, bring Tamora Morrison back. And I, I said, bring him back as Boba Fett. That would be cool. But then I said, they're not going to do that. I said, if he's in it, they need to bring him back as old man. Um, Rex? Old man Rex. Mm-hmm. Because if you watch some of the other shows, you find out that Rex is actually still alive during this time. Right. So, and so bring Tamora Morrison as live action old man Rex. And then that's, I thought there's no way they're going to. The fan base is too diverse or too divided. They're not going to even touch on Boba Fett. And then they announced tomorrow Morrison was going to be in it. And I was like, oh, cool. I was right. Then they announced, you know, Ahsoka Tano was supposed to be in it. And I was like, yep, there we go. Tomorrow Morrison is, Ahsoka, is yep. old man Rex. Because, yep. you know, they're best buds. They're, they're, I where, thought the same thing. Where one is, there's the other. And then you get this episode and turns around and it's beautiful tomorrow Morrison. And so good. Scarred up face. He looks bald like he's head. lost a little weight. Looking yeah. good, man. He looks. He looks. Twenty twenty's so been kind to him. He's got something the, kind to me. He's got the rifle and the goffy stick on oh, his back. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm having a Russell Crowe twenty twenty. Tomorrow Morrison's having a, a great twenty twenty. He's right? looking good. He's looking good. Yeah. It's just crazy too, because the next question I have is: We saw Boba Fett's armor. Mm-hmm. Um, the curious, the head, curse, curse, the chest piece, the head, sure. the gauntlets, the jetpack, breastplate. breastplate. And then you get to see Boba Fett for the first time ever without his armor, mm-hmm. um, you know, since he was a wee little lad. Um, you do not see Boba Fett's rifle, the his classic rifle. He's got. I wonder if it's dead, gone forever. I, w- I wonder where it is. Yeah, maybe the Starlight um, because the guy, who, that one. the guy who took his armor doesn't have it. He's using his own pistol. Boba Fett doesn't still have it. He's got different rifle on his back. Um, but yeah. I'm stoked. I'm beyond excited because I was excited. Obviously, Boba Fett's not going to let him get away with his armor. Right. Obviously, Din Djarin's not going to give it up because he's not a Mandalorian. Correct. Um, so this is going to be a really interesting thing going forward. You know what's going to suck for Boba Fett fans is if Din just kills him in the next episode. I don't think that's going to happen. <laughs> I could I be wrong. Why bring him back to do that? I know? think they're literally going to get involved in some sort of fight. Um. But maybe something like what happened here where he's he was going to fight Timothy Oliphant and then the crate dragon showed up. I think they're going to get involved in some sort of conflict. Maybe it turns into a full-out fight. Maybe it doesn't because a Din Djarin really doesn't have any personal beef with him. He's just not sure. going to give him the armor. Um, don't even, this, this brings up so many questions, don't even, though. Does Din Djarin even know about Jango Fett or, or Boba Fett or anything well, like it that? It brings up the questions – for Boba Fett himself, um, just in the sense, so he's got the braid on the chest plate 
he's got the Mythoscar skull mm-hmm. on the the pauldron. You know, he's got all this actual legitimate Mandalorian yeah. stuff. And as far as I know, his he armor. never actually took his helmet off. Correct. So it's like, how Mandalorian is he? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I hope they tell us all this stuff because there's all this well, all this Boba Fett stuff that we've never had an answer to, and now I want it all of a sudden. Even if he, even if you know, put the whole argument, you know, he's not a Mandalorian. Well, yeah, he is. You know, from what we know for the show, we don't know, but just put all that aside for a second and say for the for the sake of it that he did. And he, once he grew up and, and became sure. an adult in honor of his father or whatever reason, he decided to adhere to the code. Yeah, because his father didn't. Yeah, he changed He changed and went the different route and he started adhering to the code. Um, then by that code, he's no longer Mandalorian. His helmet's been removed. Yeah, but here's another thing. Here's another thing to bring up. And I think I brought this up last year, last season, whatever. Um, is the code just specific to certain cover, coverts? Because if you watch Clone Wars, they just take their damn helmets off all day, every day. Everybody's taking the damn helmet off. They don't give two shits about I their think helmets. If I remember correctly, um, the not removing your helmet is the old ways of the Mandalorians. Okay. So they've not adopted and it so, under Sabine's rule. Yeah. Then. So the people on that planet. On Mandalore, yeah. Yeah, who are Mandalorians. The old school Mandalorians don't even consider them. Okay. If I understand correctly. I got gotcha. you. They don't consider them because they don't adhere to the old Mandalorian code gotcha. with the helmet removal or whatever. And, of course, like I said, somebody could be mad because I could be butchering it. But I believe it's – Frack uh, off. Yeah. <laughs> it's our show. We'll butcher what Con we want. Sarnet, or, or whatever it was he said. <laughs> uh, Dank Ferric. Dank Ferric. That's, that's a lot to – That's to, a name. Yeah. <laughs> Straight up. Um, yeah, that's what I think it is. I think the old ways of Mandalore were, you know, warrior's code. And then Sabine tried to go the whole pacifist way mm. and change everything. And certain factions broke off, didn't like that. The, you know, the Death Watch hated that she went pacifist, but they were no more Mandalorian any, either. They took their helmets all off. Too. Oh, yeah. So um, They I'm, need to clarify that. Like in the Mandalorian yeah. show, we need to really get some clarification. What's what? I'm I'm excited to and bring see back the armor because she's the best character ever. Yeah, yeah right. Mm. Bring her back. So cool. Have her kill a bunch of more everything, everything, everything. But all she ever carries is her hammer. <laughs> she don't, kills don't, a crate dragon with her hammer. Don't ever give her a gun. <laughs> I don't care if she can throw her hammer like Mjolnir. Like, do not give her a blaster. No crate dragon is safe. None. Um, I'm in for that. Yes. I watch it full, oh, full but, season. Um, I think what's going to happen is uh, Boba Fett and Din Djarin are going to have their conflict, and then something else is going to interfere with that conflict. And in that moment, Boba Fett's going to use that opportunity to steal the armor. He's going to take I could it, see that. and he's going to jetpack off. And who but, know who knows what after that? Yeah, that's where I'm at with this. I'm kind of curious. So, how much are we going to go into Boba Fett at this point? They've not already en- not gi- enough, right? They've already given fans more than they ever thought they'd get. Yeah. They've revived him when they supposedly decanonized all the legend stuff, which now looks a little more canon. We're digging into crate dragons and mm-hmm. shit like that. Um, so they bring Boba Fett back. Are they just going to basically use him in a cameo situation where he pops in, maybe gets his armor back, gone? Then we don't touch him again for 10 years. What? Or are they using this to set something up? Because originally there was supposed to be a Star Wars story film following Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. But Solo Ooh. failed because fans of Star Wars are consistently trashy. Yeah. Um, 
And so they canceled and Disney's trashy too. Like cancel all solo or all Star Wars story films because solo didn't make a billion because we're Disney. We didn't make a billion. It still made a fair amount of money. I mean, it made five something, but it went through complete a bunch of reshoots and director changes and all that other shit. It was an amazing movie. I love it. It's a good movie. It's a good Good movie. movie. And after that, when it went on Netflix, you heard people who refused to see it talk about how good it was. Yeah. Now they're all campaigning for a sequel. It's your fault. It is. That Boba Fett got canceled. It's your fault that it never got a sequel. It's your fault that they, you know, changed the route they went with non-episode movies because you didn't just go see it. Yeah, because here's a great example. Me and you, more than anyone that I know, except maybe Nate, (laughs) were 100% against uh, Force Awakens and The Last Jedi. We hated them. Oh, yeah. And we still went and watched Solo. But you have all these fans that hated The Last Jedi so much, they boycott Solo. It's like, why? I... Hated when we saw it, you and I both, we hated episode seven with a fiery passion that the gods themselves could not quench. Oh, yes. Hated that movie. Everybody else in America seemed to love it. Everyone. So everybody else who loved that movie went and saw eight. Mm-hmm. We hating that movie still went and saw eight. And hated it just and as bad. And hated it worse. Worse, yes. Eight is still the worst atrocity ever committed upon the Star Wars universe, bar none. Yeah, period. Our, Maybe the holiday special might be worse. <laughs> Maybe. It's a close yeah. second. In our respectful opinion. In our respectful opinions. Um, Fuck you, respect. But a lot of people liked it. A lot of people were, were on our side and didn't like it. The point is that we hating episode seven still went and saw eight. Yep. And then people who hated eight didn't go see Solo? Nope. Like, that was like, their moment come, to shine. Why? Boycott Solo. It was all over the Boycott place. Boycott Solo because this movie was bad. That, that that whole logic doesn't make sense to me. Dude, it's This fandom. movie is so bad. You know what? I'm not going to watch this other movie that's not connected and not a sequel and a completely different story and a story based on a character that we all know and love. And yeah. it's going to be great, but I'm not going to see it because this movie was bad. What? Yeah. Then you know what you should do? Don't go see Nine. Correct. Like If that's that how you more feel, because that's a continuation of the story that you don't like. Yep. This one is 35, 40 years before this movie about one of the most popular characters in the franchise. My favorite. And his best friend, who's also one of the most popular characters My third in the franchise. Favorite, how they meet and the adventures they go on together. And also, there's Amelia Clark and Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Paul Bettany, dude. Paul Bettany. Which I believe was added by Ron Howard. I don't think he was in the original yeah, version. Um, his, the original character mm-hmm. was an alien of some sort. Hmm. And then at the last minute, they... Insert British white guy. Yeah, I forget what <laughs> happened, but something happened and they ended up having to replace that guy. And instead of paying, I guess, for to CG his face all over again, they were just like, throw some scars on him. And nice. so you got Paul Bettany. And he's fantastic. And, and he's fantastic in that movie. He's so good. He's awesome. He's so good. I need to see that movie again. And then you get Darth Maul in it. Which right. Which is like... I bought that damn figure. You all... You all screwed yourselves. You didn't <laughs> right? go and see this movie, so you didn't get to see the in-theaters reveal that Darth Maul is still a thing. Dude. And he's ruler or leader of the... Uh, the, the, the Crimson Dawn. The Crimson Dawn. Mm. But dude, now those same people that didn't watch it in theaters... Or the ones campaigning for it to get a sequel with the petition and everything. It's like, just go watch the damn thing. Yeah, see, there's there's a difference in the release of Snyder Cut movement and this. Yeah. The difference being, the release of Snyder Cut, Snyder got robbed of his true vision. That's difference yes, one. Yes, yes, That's difference number one. Difference number two, 
his movies made a ton of money because people loved them and saw them. Yeah. They didn't refuse to see them and then demand they get a sequel. Correct. No, this was people who loved his movies and want to see his vision realized. If you refuse to see a movie, I don't want to hear you talk about how it needs a sequel. Right. Like, cause you're yeah, part, you're you're, boycott, you're part of the reason it didn't correct. get a sequel. Correct. Yeah. You can't voice. Unless you start that sentence with, you're right. I was wrong. I should have went and saw it. If your sure. sentence doesn't start that way, then I got no time for your sure. demanding of a sequel. I hope we get while, more solo. I, while I agree with you, I would love to see a solo too. Yeah. I would love to see, you know, the route they go with that. Um, but you know, I can make that claim because I went and saw the first fucking movie. So three times I saw it. Yes. I love this shit. Saw, of that movie, saw it man. a couple times in theaters. It was a damn good movie. Um, the future of Star Wars worries me a little bit just because it's so long, man. Now, as far, for one, everything worries me because we haven't been able to go back to the movies because nothing's coming out because COVID. And so we haven't been able to go watch anything and everything's getting pushed and pushed. Now, I don't think the next Star Wars film is supposed to come out till 20, December 2022. It's like. I want more Star Wars stuff. Mm -hmm. And right now we have Mando, which is going to go on for what? Another seven weeks. Yep. And then we're probably not going to get anything else. Star Wars for another year and a half to two years. Season three of Mando will be this time next year. Hopefully. I mean, supposedly it'll they're going to be start... this time next year. Supposedly they're going to start it. filming Obi-Wan. Um, yeah. We'll see what next that, year, how that but that's been out. a train wreck. Yeah. I want more. I Damn love it. I love how that's such a train wreck because, Dang because, because, it's good and bad, good and then bad again, good and then bad again, all depending from what I've read on Kathleen Kennedy and her level of involvement. Something's going on. Yeah. Whatever's going on there, I don't know. I'm not deep enough into seeding through all the shit on, online. But something's going on with the production of, of Obi-Wan. It should have already been filmed at this point. So something, I don't know what's going on. Something's going on with that show. Is it because of Obi-Wan? <laughs> Possibly. 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 <laughs> Hello there. Um, That's awesome. Either, That's all Star Wars right there, dude. That is all either, Star Wars. Either way it goes, I don't care. Because I, I, I just want to see Obi-Wan and I want to see Ewan McGregor uh, come back. Mm-hmm. Um, and dude, if nothing else, I think it would, I think it would be cool depending on when it takes place, if they are, or exactly what happens if they have Hayden Christensen come back, um, in Vader's and, apparel. Yes. Mm. Yes. As Vader in the Obi-Wan show. Um, kind of like they did with, uh, um, rebels where the story follows the good guys. Sure. And the random ass inquisitors and villains that they face, but Darth Vader is still in it. I agree, but I hope and they don't ever have Obi-Wan meet up with Vader. No, no. Because you, that no, would take that, away from can't. a new hope. You yeah. can't do that. They cannot Obi-Wan's never. Ever. Until no. that moment. Right. Maybe just one episode, just to show like some of the background. Some, I do feel something like, the Empire's doing or something, and then yeah vader talking to somebody i feel like the the setting they're going for for the obi-wan show makes it problematic just because they're going for the period after um revenge of the sith and before a new hope that's a problematic time period um as far as doing anything grand 
Like you got to keep it pretty yeah, close no, to home. Nothing can affect. Nothing can affect the New galaxy. Hope. Yeah. No. If it does, I'll be pissed. Yeah. You know, he can't meet Vader. He can't do anything no, serious. He, he obviously cannot meet Darth Vader. No. Fuck um, no. Because Vader doesn't even know he's still Crack alive. No. Correct. Um, yeah, or so, at least he he's completely unaware of him. Right. You know, when he feels him in episode four, he's like... <laughs> <laughs> when he feels his presence in episode four, he's he's surprised by it. So I can see how the show would be problematic to make. Like you almost need to make it a one-off, one season and done, a miniseries following some something. I don't know what. Here's the all his time on Tatooine. Here's the best news for you. It's going to be all about his adventures on Tatooine. <laughs> your your favorite of all places. I'm going to get some more. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're going to open Tatooine up a little more. Yep. Which I'm down for it because Obi-Wan's my second favorite character in the whole thing. So I'm totally down. Bring it on. But I feel like it's it's a closed loop that they're going to find. I feel like they're probably struggling to tell a story in that loop. You can tell a very small-scale story, but you can't really – I mean you can't mess with things by going very big on his show. Yeah, uh, That's the way I look at it. If he's really been on Tatooine for 17 years in the wilderness, in the desert, by himself – what kind of grand adventures could he get tied up in? Especially since I've covered some of it in, in Clone Wars yeah. and Rebels. Unless or Rebels, I mean. Unless the show... Oh. Bring Ray Park into it. Yeah. That would be the only thing they could do. Yep. Is have more Maul versus Obi-Wan type shit. Yep. Like Obi-Wan versus Crimson Dawn or something. You yeah, know? but he has no idea that Maul's Correct. leading them. So he's... Something like that. Um... And they can make a fun little thing out of it. My point is, it can't be a long running no, series. No, it's not going to be. It's got to be a one seasons, and done, yeah. right? Um, hmm, that's kind of a bummer because I would love to get as much Ewan McGregor as possible. Oh, but me too. You could end the show on season one with that, and then, uh, as the camera pans up into space and through space, and to the far reaches of space, like a good, you know, long distance away and into a Star Destroyer. There's Hayden Christensen and his Darth Vader attire. And then lead up to the Darth Vader TV show, season one, following. Disney will never do that's that. The, that's the ultimate, the epitome, the show I want to see. I agree. Over Obi-Wan Kenobi, over anything. I want to see a show of Darth Vader hunting down the Jedi between three and four. Me too. It's never going to happen. I know no. because Vader, Disney won't do it. Vader is a violent, 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 violent individual. Rogue One for the win. Oh, yeah. That's Vader. Yeah. Rogue One slaying those guys. That's Vader. Of that. Yeah. Me too. I want some R rated Disney minus shit. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I want to see. The Disney. (laughs) You got your Disney Plus? Give me the Disney 18 Plus. (laughs) Oh, my mind went places. My mind should not go. Disney I mean, really, I mean in terms of Disney, violence. Disney really explores its catalog. <laughs> <laughs> Don't search my browser history. Don't shake my hand. <laughs> I want you to go and delete my browser history. <laughs> Infamous Suicide Squad line there. Yeah. Delete my browser history. Ah, Suicide Squad. But yeah. Oh so, yeah. We covered Mando. We covered the whole episode. It's amazing. Both are still alive. Yeah, now we can say the the action figure on the table. Oh, Hot Toys Boba Fett. Hot Toys. Which one? Uh, Empire Strikes Back. Ah, he's so good. Um, mm. Deluxe Edition. 
I might be wrong about that. Is Capes different between Empire and Return? It's deluxe if you got that incredible base, right? Like the base that has to do with the carbon freezing chamber. No, it's just the it's the typical square base that has the red lines in it, so it looks like the carbon freezing chamber. But gotcha. It's not the big fancy. You know, I'm, I think it's Return. Ah. Because I think an empire, and yeah, an empire. His under outfit is a little like blue, has a bluer tint to it. Gotcha. His cape's different. His gloves are different. Once you get Lando, dude, you'll be able to do full blown Jabba's palace. Well, do you have Dengar? No, I don't. I'll have to look for him for you for Christmas. Good luck. <laughs> I've looked for him. How much? Too much. I'm not giving you mine. <laughs> Santa himself can't make. <laughs> Can't make that happen. Not if you find out that there are actually two Santas. One is Tim Allen and one is Kurt Russell. That's not going to happen. I don't know why I love that character. I don't either. He's such a weird character. I don't know And they destroyed him in the sequels. I mean, they turned him into a mush face something or other. But I love the character. As a kid, man, I love the look of him. In the sequels. Yeah, he's supposedly – and you know where Babu Frick is? Oh, yeah. He's supposedly that I've, an alien I've, monster there. I've, I've chosen <laughs> to believe that that's a false rumor. <laughs> right. And that's not really him. Uh, um, i got to say, your love for him is extremely weird to me. Um, but playing as him in the Battlefront games oh, that's does so make me like really like his character a lot more. It made me like Bosk more. Playing him Bosk, playing Bosk now, in see, Battlefront. Bosk is the, the, the bounty hunter I want the most. Yeah. Um, he's just so... In my mind, he's so cool. He is, man. Uh, I want one. And then, but Bosk, IG-11, Dengar. Mandalorian you're, you're maybe want 11 a little more. You're not going to get... The, I'm, sorry, I'm with, sorry, IG-88. IG-88, the original. No, you're right, right? No, 88's the original. 11 is the new, right? Is it? I'm confusion. I've had a little alcohol <laughs> while we sat IG-88 here. is the one from Empire. Is he? Bring back the miraculous phone. Check the Google machine. All right, Google machine. Quick, fast, and in a hurry. And IG-11 is the Mandalorian. About to find out. I want to say IG-11's the... Correct. IG-11's Mandalorian. Yeah. Uh, IG-88 is original. IG-88, Bosk, yeah. Dengar, uh, Forlom, and... Z- Zuckus. 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 Yeah. You're paying a fortune for any of those now. Correct. Any of them. IG eleven is still up for pre order. I can nab him up for two two sixty. Um, probably not going to. Me either. Uh, I I, I would, like the character, but I would. But everything's piling up right now. The PS five. I, I just got um, bent over and smoked. Yep. <laughs> I had Baby Yoda, Faramir, phone payment, car insurance. Um, and PlayStation Five, in which I bought the damn eight hundred dollar bundle from GameStop because all I could get that all came out this week. All of it. That's like eighteen hundred dollars. Damn it! I don't like it. I don't like it at all. No. So yeah, I got I got the PS Five coming. I actually that's what I was just checking. I just got the email from PlayStation that I'll be charged soon for it. Didn't tell me the date. So I'm scared about that because that's going to be 600 bucks. Yeah. Because I got the PlayStation and I got the deluxe edition of Miles Morales. So I got that coming. Then I still got Lando. I still got Mando. I still got Commander Cody. 
I still got Hellboy. I still got. Those are all releasing soon. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Qui Gon Jen. I have Qui Gon paid off already, yeah. except for shipping. I went ahead and paid the remaining. I have balance. all of them down to one payment, except for Qui Gon. He's on two. He's um, shipping soon, dude. Yeah, like the next yeah, few this, weeks. Yeah, he'll. Uh, and then, which I'm so is excited. directly after that, January, I start paying on Sanctuary Rex. Me too. Yep. And I'm going to have so many tomorrow Morrison head sculpts. Yeah. I start I, paying I'm getting on... that Django. So I'm going to have the Django oh, me head too, sculpt. Dude. Me too. I'm going to have the Commander Cody head sculpt and the Rex head sculpt. Nice. Call it a day, bro. I, I think I start paying on uh, the Mandalorian. See, that, this is the thing. Um, I wanted to get the original Mandalorian, which you have ordered. Yeah. Um, but I didn't because I want Baby Yoda and I want the best car on no, I'm getting both. Yeah. So I have the, the set, the deluxe set pre-ordered, and I think I start paying on that soon. And if no one knows, you haven't been listening to the damn show long enough, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Um, but we're talking about Hot Toys Collectibles. Yep. Um, I have that set pre-ordered, and I think I start paying on that in January. Um, as far as the rest of this year, I've got Darth Maul from Solo paid off, waiting for him to ship. Um, Qui-Gon's paid off waiting to ship I think that's it this year Gandalf's supposed to come out we'll see I still owe 160 on him I believe but he should come out this year so yeah I don't know we'll see uh, Golden Armor Wonder Woman she's supposed to start her payments in December do not speak to me of these things yeah yeah I've uh dark days man yeah. oh and I got I still gotta pay for my car Repairs, so mm. that's a that's a lot of money. Yeah, yep. life uh, finds a way. Life uh, finds a way to bend you over and shove out up that tailpipe. Yep, and you end up in a van down by the river. So I would take a van on a steady diet of government cheese. <laughs> <laughs> Matt Foley, I love it, dude. Yep, I love life. Twenty twenty's been ass, but still gotta love it. We've got beer. We've got Boba Fett on the table. We have Boba Fett alive in our hearts and minds. Yes. We have Mandalorian. I think I'm going to. And Christmas, man. Try Christmas. to. I'm not that excited for Christmas anymore. I am. I'm going to have no money for anything. That's fine. Just get the gifts. You have to give them. Just going to eat the candy and move on. <laughs> it's great how there was a, a simultaneous silence on the show while we both drank our beer. Yep. Fantastic. I think what I'm going to try to do, just as a, a brief note, I think. Um, after the Django and Cody and Rex release, I'm going to try to find somebody selling just the head sculpts of one of them and see if I can pay someone to modify it and make it bald mm. and put it on Boba Fett. Oh, nice. Yeah. That would be cool. Or not even put it on Boba Fett, but do a custom Boba Fett. Like put where he's got just that whatever, that cape the black robe. Yeah, that black yeah. robe he's wearing at the end. Just steal it off your, your shitty Darth Maul I bought you a few years ago. <laughs> Worst gift ever. <laughs> Worst present ever. Um, no, he's cool. He's still he's standing there beside Django and Darth. Do you have an updated mall? No, I do not. I do not. I've been. I want that DX fourteen one, man, or DX yeah. whatever number. I, it was either. I, I think it's eighteen. Uh, yeah, I was gonna get him or the solo version. I got solo version because I love those metal legs, um, and I have sideshow's version already. Yeah, I'm probably just going to. Miss out and then just get the Clone Wars one and just call it a day. 
I don't, but but that one I don't like the neck area. You seen it? It's still a it's prototype. It's not coming out two thousand two thousand twenty two. Nothing is, man. So it'll it'll be updated. <sighs> Fuck and you, COVID. Fixed. Which is good because that gives me enough time to, <laughs> time to pay it to, all up. It gives yeah. me a minute to financially recover from twenty twenty, and uh, try to hurry up and get some of these other figures that are getting ready to release before they skyrocket. I definitely want to try to get my hands on one of the Death Troopers, simply because you'll never ever be able to afford one again after they release. Yeah. So that, and then the Beskar with Baby Yoda. Try to jump on those two right before they launch. Mm-hmm. So the ultimate question to end the episode. Uh, over under 30, no, let's go over under 40% that Hot Toys makes a Cobb Vanth. Under. Really? Under. They, they haven't made a Cara Dune yet. That's a good point. That's a good point. And I don't want to say too much and spoil anything, but I've seen how many episodes Timothy Oliphant plays in. Oh yeah, one. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, he's only in the show yeah. for one. Yep. But I don't know, dude. I mean, we had they made a damn Paz Vizsla, and he was in one. Twice. Of it. He, he was in it twice, but for a total of like yeah. three minutes. Yeah, but he killed a lot of guys. So does Cobb Vanth. Not that it showed. Oh, in the bar, dude. Pow, 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 pow. Oh yeah, it did. Pew, did pew. I we believe they say pew, 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 pew. <laughs> um, I don't. I don't see it. it. It's a fool's hope. Yeah, but I have a hope. Now I don't think. I think I, I can see them releasing him without a Timothy Oliphant head sculpt. Like they'll do then the get up. Then don't bother. But I think they will. That seems like Hot Toys MO. Skip the licensing issues with getting a likeness and just do the Boba Fett stuff on a skinny ass body. I could see it happening. I, I'll then, take yeah, the over. And then charge 275 Absolutely bucks for it. Absolutely they will. Absolutely. No, if you, if well, they, they give if you two rockets. If you're making <laughs> that figure, you're making it with the Timothy Oliphant head sculptor. I'm not buying it. I'm not buying. I'm as great as it looks. I'm not buying it if it doesn't or have a Timothy Oliphant. You could sculpt. buy it for two seventy five and then commission a custom no, sculpt that's for eight hundred and seventy five dollars. Yeah, that's going to cost way <laughs> too much money. That's going to cost enough to buy a second job of the hut. Damn it! So, that you know that hit me the other day. I'm like, now I have Cassandra and mm-hmm. I love Cassandra, and she belongs in the collection. She's one of a kind, amazing, perfect, phenomenal, beautiful, all those things. Be- beautiful, <laughs> but. I often stop and think, with the money I spent to uh-huh. get Cassandra built, I could have bought Job of the Hut. Yeah. Could That's have. the reason I've kind of pumped the brakes on getting the custom Jack, Jack uh, Taylor. Mm-hmm. I love that show. I love Ian Glenn. I want that figure. But for the money it would cost to make a custom that I'm not going to sell, oh, I, no. I could buy most of the figures that I want that are available right now. So It's true. If I, I do, truth. if I do custom things, it's probably likely if I do it, it's going to be things like that. Custom sculpts instead of a whole figure. Yeah. Or it's going to be something easy that I can kind of figure out to work on my own and then just. What's crazy though, if you use. too much money. Which, um, to, granted, to everybody who does custom work, they do phenomenal jobs. They do amazing work. And I get it because it's their time that they can never get back. I'm not insulting the price. It's just sure. more than I want to pay. What's crazy though is like if you like I had G Wiz Customs in the Philippines, Blue Steel, cool dude. I had him do the whole outfit and everything for Cassandra. The outfit and everything cost me less than the head sculpt and hair. Mm. That's what's crazy. Like if you want to get a custom sculpt done, it's probably going to cost you the same amount as getting a body and a custom outfit. That's what's crazy about the sculpting. 
And it also explains and, and kind of solidifies why I do not believe they'll do a Cobb Vanth with Timothy Elephant sculpt. I think they'll do a Cobb Vanth, but I 100% think they're not going to give you a Timothy sculpt. Just my two cents on that over-under 40 percentile. Now, if you gave me an over-under on will they do a Timothy sculpt, you could say over-under 90% I'd take the under. I don't think they're going to deal with the Hot Toys. Is going to take the easiest route to money and not going to bother with licensing the, the likeness and all that. And we're going to go straight to Cobb Van, no sculpt, in my opinion. Could be wrong. Hope uh, I'm wrong. Now, the Hope question is... They make a Vanth, and it looks identical to the show. No head sculpt. I'll still buy it. $250, you buy it? I buy it. Straight up. Nope. Nope. I've already got picture ideas, dude. I, I don't. My, my I shitty don't ass. Care. It's Boba Fett's armor. <laughs> it's Boba Fett's armor on a different figure. I'm not paying Boba Fett prices unless I get to see Timothy Olyphant. Dude, my shitty ass diorama, I've got, I've got ideas. I mean, pictures would be cool with him with Din Djarin and the Beskar together, but no. Yeah. I don't blame you. No. I don't blame you at all. But and I would Mostly pay. it's pride. It's like, <laughs> fuck you guys. <laughs> right. Like you're going to charge that price and not give me the authentic head sculpt when he's out of the helmet more than he's in it. He is. He's barely in the helmet. He clearly the whole show. cannot breathe well. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, fuck this thing. No, I'm out. Right. Frack this thing he's, he's like, I don't care about COVID and takes the mask off. He, just, <laughs> he doesn't care. <laughs> it's not stopping him. Damn you, God, man. Yeah, yep. Um, but no, it's, he's, he has the helmet off more than he has it on. If you make a figure and you don't have an alternate sculpt, I honestly, just me personally, I know this is going to be way out there, but I'm more okay with him not coming with a helmet than I am for him to not come with a face. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, but, I mean I that's good for me, and I've got two Boba Fett helmets. So right. I can just I agree, just being from a character that like when I take pictures of action figures, I just really like to focus on portrait stuff. Mm-hmm. I like the faces, the realism, I like that. So and I Timothy agree with Oliphant's you. got a really cool face. He does. It could be really cool to chisel. Honestly, Timothy Timothy Oliphant might be one of the characters, one of the very few characters I'd be okay with with the sculpt Naked? have <laughs> Yes. <laughs> one of the very few with the sculpt <laughs> with the sculpt showing his teeth. Because he does that anyway when he talks. Yeah. Like he talks out of the, out of the bottom yeah, of his like mouth. not like Luke Skywalker, no. damn it. I, <laughs> I don't want to see his fucking teeth, Hot Toys. Why? <laughs> Why? Timothy Only Font, he's got that, like, he's one of the few actors that, like, it's a weird thing. But when he's in a movie, I just like to watch him talk. Because he moves his mouth in such a weird way. He talks no, out I of agree the, with that. He talks out of the bottom. And I think if they pulled that sculpt off, that would look really cool for some, like, low-leaning... Oh, yeah. You, know, you could take cool shots with that. Badass-looking photos. Yeah. And then pop the head off and put the helmet on. Boom. Boom. Done. Yep. Agreed. But that's just me. No, I agree with you. I'm... <sighs> They'd release the figure and I'd bite the bullet and buy it. Absolutely. You can't I would be not. mad. I'd be mad about it, though. I would be... <laughs> I'd complain the whole time. Like, this is bullshit. <laughs> you're going to suffer, but you're going to be happy about Here's it. Here's my $200 rewards points. Spend them on this stupid ass non face figure. <laughs> uh, dude, I can't believe we went an hour and 40 minutes. I thought, you know, this episode is cool, but it's cut and dry. We're going to go 40 minutes and have to try to fill up 20 more minutes. But no. Please. Boba no. Fett was in this episode. Hell there was yeah, no was. way I was going to just not talk yeah. about that. Oh, I'm so excited. It's nice to. I just can't hide it. Oh, yeah. It's nice to be back. Um, it's been a few weeks. Yeah. 
obviously we're going to be here from here on out for the Mando. Yep. Um, reviews, recaps, whatever you want to call them. I mean, if you're going to call them reviews, five stars. Fucking amazing first episode. We don't really review as much as recap. We yeah. break down all the shit in the episodes. We're okay, going to do wait. that for the, the duration. Do reviews and mm, I would give this a solid nine point. Yeah, if I'm going out of ten, I give it a nine point two. Yeah, I agree. Nine point two out of ten. Absolutely. Some very very small things like you were saying, like the lady and and yeah, her, there's some her, weird the, shit. Yeah, there's some things that bring it down to overall, a perfect this ten. Is but amazing. overall, it's a really good episode. Personally, one of my favorite episodes of all time. Now, me too. Bias because of Boba Fett's armor. Me too. Without the bias, Timothy Oliphant. Boba Fett surviving, seeing Boba Fett. Right. Really, You've been really waiting cool. for years, yeah, man. I have, I've done my waiting. <laughs> Nine episodes of it. Yeah. I'm excited. Me too. That's um, cool because I said nine episodes. There's been nine episodes of the movies and also this is the ninth episode of Mandalorian. So I kind of played on both. Oh, nice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There you go. A little unintentional Boom. awesomeness No, right it was on there. purpose. Okay. A little yeah, purposeful uh, awesomeness right yeah, there. You know, get good, bro. <laughs> Yeah, get good. You gotta get good. Oh, I love it, dude. Yep. I mean, we're gonna be back every week with yep. recaps of the Mandalorian. I'm personally very excited about it because me like, too. I feel like I don't know. I felt like a couple of the last episodes we were just doing it for the sake of doing it. We are. There's like, not shit to talk about. Shit to talk about. Kind of we just go on. back to Zach, man. Yeah, talked for like an hour about Ireland. It's like, all right, we'll just. Last episode's one of our lowest. Um, this is stupid. It's so unprofessional. We're fucking unprofessional as shit on yep. this show. But last episode, for some reason, was one of our lowest uh, listened or downloaded two episodes. I don't think people gave two flying shits about our uh, Ireland <laughs> retrospective. No, and also, like you said, you mentioned struggling with the letting it go for three hours. That's yeah, we went way too long. Yeah. Way too long. But we'll be back with Mandalorian stuff. So if you're into Star Wars, but, if you started from the beginning, you know what we're going with. We're yep. back to our roots with a little better audio quality um, going forward. And if something breaks... If we get some amazing, awesome news, we might do a, a quick show about that. But given what 2020s look like, we're not going to have any movies to go see. We're not going to have anything to talk about. It's probably going to be Star Wars from here on out till the end of the year. And then I P would imagine. PS5. PS5. Oh, hell yeah. We'll be talking about that in a few weeks. Oh, yeah. Two weeks. Oh, Boom. Yeah. Miles Morales. Deuces. In all of its glory. Yep. But yeah. Thanks for jumping in on this one, guys. Um, you can always find us on Instagram at TJP underscore show. You can find me at uh, Bearded Toy Man, and you can find Patrick at Ranton underscore Atlantean. We will uh, be doing something. You can follow our adventures there. And until next time, guys, in the vein and honor of Queel and the show that we love, we have spoken. He's dead now. Sh shut your ass up. <laughs>